around the world, locally, with family and friends, House of Destiny International Ministries presents Senior Pastor Dr. Larry Manley with today's message of a spiritually vibrant connection with God. We hope that you will enjoy the viewing. Jerusalem is a is built as a city that is compacted together. It has a close intimacy about it. And it says where the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord. And what they do is they give thanks unto the Lord. Jerusalem is the city of peace. And when we look at the city of peace, we see that that peace is under excruciating attack in our lives. Now, would y'all agree with that? Now, I want you to go to Revelation chapter 11, verse 8. I want you to go there with me. I want to show you something about this place called Jerusalem, the city of peace, the city of peace. The Bible says that it is that city, that great city, that's spiritually known as Sodom and Egypt, where our Lord was what? Crucified. Now that's strange that Jerusalem, the city of peace, would be equated spiritually as being Sodom and Egypt. And that's strange that the peace of God would be contaminated like that. It's strange that that city of peace would be contaminated spiritually like that because Sodom means burning. Egypt means oppressed and anguish. When you put together these two, we can see that the burning or the lust of the world crucifies the Lord in us all over again. We also see that when we burn within ourselves at the lust of the world, Sodom, it also tells us that that great city of peace has now become spiritually known as a place of lustful burning and lustful yearning at the things of the world. And it's also called Egypt because 
the lust and the burning of the things of the world will bring oppression on you and bring anguish on you eventually. Will not sin do that? Will not sin do that? Has anybody ever in here been reprimanded because of sin? Sin will always take you further than you want to go. You know, you start a little bit, but the thing about sin is never satisfied. Sin is greedy. It's greedy. And it always wants more. And if it can ever get us to just to do just a little bit of it, then it knows that it's got a great chance to get us to do more. And eventually, we'll crucify the Lord. Notice that the Lord was crucified in that city. But really, he was crucified on the outskirts of Jerusalem because you see, that's what sin will do. It'll take us on the outskirts of the peace of God. And when it takes us on the outskirts of the peace of God, then what happens is, is that our spirit becomes nullified. It becomes crucified. Go to 2 Corinthians 7, verse 1. I got to show you something. See, you need to see it in the Word. You got to see it in the Word. Amen. I want you to see it in the Word because that's what's going to help you. You need to know for yourself what's in the Word. You got to know what's in the Word. If you don't know what's in the Word, where's your, where, where's your armor? What are you going to fight with? You're going to fight with what the preacher say? No, you need to know for yourself because... Out here today, preachers will lead you wrong. And it sounds real good. But if you don't know the word for yourself, guess what? You'll be taken. Even the very elect. If it were possible, it says. If it were possible. But you got to make sure you're one of the elect. You know, you can't just talk this thing. Now, now there are some choices that we got to make daily. Are y'all there in 2 Corinthians? Amen. Now we're talking about, notice that it called this city in Revelation a great city, spiritually known as Sodom and Egypt. It's taking it from the physical into the spiritual. Watch the word. The Bible talks about in 2 Corinthians 7 verse 1, it talks about how we are to cleanse ourselves from all filthiness in the what? Flesh. That's the physical. But it also says something else. And also all filthiness of the spirit. That city is known as spiritually, that great city is known as now it's become Sodom. It was the peace of God in you, but now it's become a place of burning, lustful burning, and anguish and oppression because now you've allowed the Lord to be crucified in you. Now, so when we start out physically in the flesh, we start out as being clean or we need to be cleansed in the flesh. But when you hang around, with, when, when sin marinates itself in your soul, then it goes into another degree. It goes into a spiritual realm. Notice Paul said, clean yourself not only of the filth that's in your flesh, but now you've messed around with it so long to now it's in our spirit. Now it's deep in there then. 
It's very deep in there then now. Now you really got a challenge. Because now when you don't go to do good, evil is right there. Oh, Lord. Now I want to do right, but I, don't, I ain't found out how to do it yet, Paul said. You know? He said, with my mind, I go after the law of the Spirit of God. But with my flesh, I'm going after those things that are in the members of my body. In other words, one thing is pulling me this way, but there's another thing pulling me the other way, you know? Because now this thing is in not only in my flesh, but now it's also down in my spirit. Now that ticks down in me, and now it's, it's sucking me now. It's down in there now, you know? And y'all know about a tick. That thing is hard. It takes fire to get him up out of there. You got to put some fire on him. Then I said, or then said I, are we there? Whither goest thou? In other words, where you going, man, with that line in your hand? That's what Ezekiel, which means God remembers, is asking. And he said to me, to measure Jerusalem. In other words, I'm going to measure the peace in you. I'm going to measure your encounter with peace to see where you are with this thing. And, and, and then he says, to measure Jerusalem and to see what is the breadth thereof and the length thereof. In other words, I'm going to measure what's the breadth of holiness in you. And I'm going to measure what's the length of your love because you see, for God so loved the world that he reached a mighty long way. His love reached a mighty long way to get us. You understand? So God has placed that love in us and now he's measuring it to see whether or not we're going to follow the same suit. Greater love has no man than to lay down his life for a friend, the Bible says. So, so, so God is measuring us. He's measuring everything that we do. Run and speak to this young man, told the angel, the messenger of God. Run and speak to this young man saying, Jerusalem shall be inhabited as towns without walls for the multitude of men and cattle therein. That place of peace that's in you is going to be a watering trough for the nation and the world. That's why we do world ministry here. That's why we got television broadcast here. That's why we got worldwide streaming. That's why we do missions all over the world because there's a watering hole that we have called the Word of God. And with this Word of God, all the inhabitants of the world, they're going to go seeking for it because the Bible says that in these end times, they're going to be running from sea to sea, going to and fro, seeking for a word, but they ain't going to be able to find it. And that's what's going on in the world today. Everybody running here. Everybody running there. They're running at this new thing. They're running at that new thing. But the whole thing about it is that it's not the word of God. And if it's not the word of God, then it don't have the ability to save your soul. So, 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 so here we are. We're in a predicament called life. And we're in a predicament where now... People are more involved with church events than it is with the true salvation of people's souls. Because everybody want to be big time now. But they didn't know that it's only one big one and everything else is small. For I, verse 5, now we're getting some revelations here. For I, saith the Lord, will be unto her 
that city. A wall of fire round about. You got to understand, people, that the Lord, the reason why he said in the verse up above that, that he's going to remove the wall, is because he's going to be the wall. Verse 5 says he's going to be the wall. And he says it's going to be a wall of fire. I'm talking about in going into that spiritual city of peace within yourself. You see, see, God going to remove what used to protect you, but he didn't do a good job. And he's going to put a ring of fire because Hebrews 12, 29 says, for our God is a consuming fire. He's going to put a ring around it. And when he put that ring around it, see, you don't have to pass through it. And let me tell you something. In order to get to that peace of God within you, you got to pass through the fire. Because God doesn't set up a perimeter around that thing. Now you got to walk this thing. Now I'm going to measure you daily. Take up your cross daily and follow after me. And deny yourself daily and follow after me. You better do that. Because I got a measuring line on you. You know what I'm saying? Now, now you trying to get to that peace of God that's inside of yourself. Now you got the earth, and it goes so far, and then you got that ring of fire, and then you got the core. You got man with his entrapment of self. You got to get through that to get to this ring of fire that's inside of you before you can get to that peace of God that's inside of you. Now, when you pass through the fire within you, that's a purifying fire where you enter in into the peace of God. When you get through the fire, you'll understand what the peace of God is. It's only when you pass through the fire that you'll understand what the peace of God is. You see, until you get from self to the ring of fire and walk through the ring of fire, you'll never get to that place of true peace within yourself. You understand what I'm saying? See, that's what you got to fall back on. In your hard times, in your distressed times, it's the peace of God that you've got to fall back on. And if you're not connected with the peace of God, then guess what? You won't have it. You won't have it. You can come to church all your life, but you got to get connected with this thing. You got to get connected with this thing. You can't let life do to you what it's been doing to you no more. You got to get connected with the power source. And once you're connected with the power source, then God can do his thing through you. Because don't none of this stuff work if we don't connect it to the power source. Verse 5. I want you to call God going to show you something once you get there. For I say, for I, verse 5, saith the Lord, will be unto her a wall of fire. See, he's the wall now around that piece. And will be the glory in the midst of what? In the midst of who? Her. In the midst of that piece. He says he's going to be the glory. See, there's something that God wants you to see. There are several types of glory in the Bible. There's the glory called the cabal. The cabal is the weight of God, okay? But then there's what we call the shekinah, the shekinah. Now, the shekinah, that's a whole different aspect of his glory. See, that's another Hebrew meaning for his glory. See, this is what he's talking about here. 
See, once you enter in unto the peace of God, you're going to discover something. You're going to discover God's glory there. That's what it says here. It says, and will be the glory in the midst of her. But you ain't going to be able to see the glory of God until the Shekinah of God, until you pass through the fire, become purified, and enter in until that. See, there's a place that God wants us to enter into, church. And in that place where God wants us to enter into, there's God's glory. He says you're going to see it. Now, what is this Shekinah glory? It's the visible presence of God's majesty. When you enter in into that place, then it will be a visible presence of the God in you there. See, that's what Isaiah saw. That's what Ezekiel saw. That's what John saw. You see, the things that they saw were things from within, not things out there somewhere. No, here. They entered into the presence of God, and when Isaiah say, I saw the Lord, and he was high and lifted up, and his train, which is his glory, filled the temple. That, and, and when Solomon saw the glory of God, could no man come into the temple, see? Because the glory of God, it filled the temple, see? See, we're talking about God's Shekinah glory here. We're talking about being able to see the visible aspect of the majestic God that we serve inside of us. See, there's a place that we're trying to get to, but we're so caught up as human beings that we can't get it. We don't get it. We don't get it. Now, verse 7 says, Now, deliver thyself, O Zion, that's the church, that dwellest with the daughter of Babylon. The church is dwelling with the daughter of Babylon. The church is confused. They, I'm serious. They got all kinds of crazy stuff, and they think that they can just bring in any and everything, and it be God. He said it. You're flirting with Babylon. You're flirting with it. You're flirting with it. The word of God say you're flirting. See, this thing, you got to be careful. See, some of us are more dedicated to man than we are to God. You better get dedicated to this word. The Bible say you got to praise it while you're alive because in the grave you can't praise. In other words, whatever you do, you better do it on this side of the fence. Amen. 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 I'm just telling you the truth about it. I don't want you to lie. I don't want to tell you no lie and then send you out here and send you to hell. Then that's going to be on me. I can't do that. No, you got to do it right. If you're right, then you get what's right. If you're wrong, then you get what's wrong. God don't make concessions. The word of God tells us that, 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 that we need to flee out of Babylon because what we do, die, deliver thyself. It told you in verse 7 to deliver yourself. In other words, I give you a mind, I give you the truth, now what you going to do? Deliver thyself, O Zion, that dwellers, that means you hanging in there tough, with the daughter of Babylon. But look at Revelation 18, 4 about Babylon and what he says for us to do. See, the word of God will do this. Let, let God's word show us. The word of God say, and I heard another voice, Revelation 
18.4. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, who people? My. My people, that ye be not partakers of her sins, and that ye receive not of her plagues. Verse 5 says what? For her, For her sins. Done to heaven. And God have remembered whose iniquities? Verse 6 says, reward her even as she rewarded you and double unto her, double according to her works in the cup which she had filled, filled to her double. What is he talking about? Verse 2 up here said, and uh, he cried mightily with a strong voice saying, Babylon the great is fallen, it is fallen. He's talking about Babylon. He said, come out of her. Come out of her. Come out of false religion. Come out of the fake stuff. Come out of there. It's sinful. Come out of there. You're a part of sin. And you don't even know what you're involved in. I'm just giving you what God's words say here. You see, the Bible say a tree is known by the fruit it bears. Now, if I teach y'all wealth, then wealth is going to come. If I teach y'all the power of God, then the power of God is going to come. But if I teach y'all lies, then what's going to happen is, is y'all going to be partakers in these lies, and y'all going to be just as guilty as the one that's with the lies. Now, that's God's word. That's God's word. Ain't no way around that. You can get around me. You can get around man. But how you going to get around God? How you going to get around him? I don't care what you say. How you going to get around God? How you going to get around him? You can't get around him. He say, come out of her. My people. Call them my people. Say, they're up in there fighting with the daughter of, Zion, of Babylon. And Zechariah goes on and tells us, in chapter 2, verse 8, For thus saith the Lord of hosts, After the glory hath he sent me unto the nation which spoiled you. Watch this. God said, I'm sending you after the glory. The, that which has been taken from you, the glory of God, that this thinking world, has brought upon us and the glory of God that this sickness and this despair and this anguish and all of this stuff that is brought against us, God said, I'm sending prophets out now that's going to reclaim the glory of God. God said, I'm sending them out. And this is what God's word says. He said, for thus saith the Lord of hosts. Not what Melis say, but what saith the Lord of hosts. After the glory hath he sent me unto the nations which spoiled you. The ones that made a booty out of you. The ones that made merchandise out of you. And booty is your money. God said, I'm sending some prophets out now that's going to take that glory back. That's going to get this thing back in order. And whosoever have an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Let him hear. God is sending for strong leadership, Brenda. Not fake leadership, but strong leadership. Now God is sending a special force back into these nations. And he's doing it to take back the glory that's been taken from you. For he that touches you touches the apple of his eye. Touch not my anointing. Do my prophets no harm. 
You understand what I'm saying? I'm saying just hold on just a little while longer, children. Because God is going to step in on this thing. I say God is. And when God step in on this thing, then it's going to be that ring of fire. He's going to burn some stuff up. Things going to have to move. The Bible says when God came on the scene in the book of Revelation, that the mountains and the whole heavens fled away. Can you imagine what it's like when you look up and ain't nothing? Everything moves out the way when God comes through. For behold, verse 9 say, I will shake my hand ooh, over them. The one that touched you. And they shall be what? A spoil to their servants. Uh oh, 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 he done re he flipped the script. Look at Egypt. In one night, after over 400 years, in one night, after the process, after they sent him through the ring of fire, in one night, they left Egypt rich. Did you hear me? The spoil that they took from you, when that word of God hit you right, that we preaching here, when that thing hit you right, watch things turn around. Watch things turn around. When that thing touched you right, in the right place. When the word of God touched you in the right place, it'll make you move. It'll make things change in your life. That's what the word of God will do. And he shall judge, are we there? And he shall judge among the nations, the Lord, and shall rebuke many people. And they shall beat, look what they're going to do, we're talking about peace now. And they shall beat their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn or study war no more. Aren't you tired of fighting? Aren't you tired of fighting? Then fight to get through that ring of fire and into that place of peace that surpasses all understanding and it will guard you, it will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Amen? Amen. Give God some praise.